if you're one of these idiots out there that, that put people under stress and strain when they're pregnant, just knock it off. <laughs> it's like I said, my daughter, 15 years old, coming in at, at near on half ten at night, is absolutely driving me crackers. I've never had so much cheese since I've moved in with her, to be honest. I had to tell her, I said, calm down with cheese because I'm a fat lad and I'm going to be three times the size. <laughs>
worried and upset because it's not just that I'm not just concerned about you, I'm concerned about the baby as well. Yeah, so it's like, obviously, whatever stresses and strains you're having in life, the baby's having as well. So, you know, if you're one of these idiots out there that, that put people under stress and strain when they're pregnant, just knock it off. <laughs> it's it's frustrating and it's worrying. Uh, you know, but we all, we, all, we all go through stresses and strains of life. But, like I said, the thing we're going to talk about today is about children and kids and our experiences. So, shall, shall I kick it off? Yeah, you go for it, I kick it off. So, obviously... Uh, you know, it's, I think for me, like I said, from the moment that you become a dad, you, you, your mentality changes. You, you know, you have to grow up pretty quick. You can't, you know, be mucking about out public lads anymore and doing out like that. And then, you know, as, as your kids get, you know, when when the babies, you, have they been fed enough? Are they, are they all right? Do they need the bum changing? I don't want them to have nappy rash. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. All this stuff starts going through your head and you're like, oh, and then it, it you know, it, it leads to, for me, it led to like anxiety and, and frustration. Oh, no, am I doing it right? And then as they've got older, it's then like, oh, no, be, be careful on that slide. Don't fall out that tree, you know. And then, like I said, my daughter, 15 years old, coming in at, at near on half ten at night, is absolutely driving me crackers. Absolutely driving me crackers, to be honest. Uh, but it, but it, but it can be like obviously for me uh, before I met you and I were, I were a single dad it was stressful because I got three kids at home and trying to manage their different attitudes if you like attitudes their their way of life the way that they were dealing with things it was tough because obviously not all kids are the same yeah and sometimes you try and set down ground rules and rules. So you try and set down the, the ground rules for the house. But then what I found out quickly is, is that might work for one, but not work for the other. And I'm sat there night in, night out, pulling my hair out. And I've not got much hair on my head, to be fair. And I'm, I'm thinking, what am I going to do here? Because so-and-so ain't doing this, and they're not doing this, and they're not listening. And am I doing it right? Am I asking them in the right way? And I started to overcomplicate things, I think. And I realised that one thing had worked for one and one thing had worked for other. So it's trying to find a compromise. And although we want things to be an ideal world with us kids and everybody be safe and happy, you also want, well, I want to be teaching my kids, you know, like the value of money, cleaning up and all this. And as, as you know, they're not the best. They're not the best. And, and, and I let things slip. When I was in a, in, a, in a dark place, and I used to give my kids quite a lot more than what most kids are now, so now I'm, I'm I'm fighting an uphill battle to try and get that back to what it was, uh, and it's cause it, it it does cause me stress sometimes, and it causes me problems. But I think that's what brings me on to uh, with parents. We have a lot of guilt and blame that yeah. we blame ourselves and. Actually, for me, it's always better. Like I had a lot of criticism in single parenting and that I was too around for the kids, too like doing everything for them and all that. But when you, like hindsight is a great thing, but at the time you just want to provide your best possible and just to make them happy yeah, yeah. because you feel like something's missing from what you brought up to be the norm. And even though the norm isn't always actually better, the 2.4 kind of family life, 
it's actually you still feel like you should be giving them that so i don't think well i think a lot of people feel that same guilt and blame as you have but that's something i know that i've worked through as well because i think when we talk about parents and their mental health as we're the carer the supporter of a child or a young person we often forget as well that we need support and what what we need in terms of support is different again like with children how you care for them needs to be different depending on yep. the child um so i know recently because we're obviously under the perinatal mental health team um we've been pregnant and we had a brilliant mental health nurse who came around the house really listened was asking questions open questions and was really great but then we also went to an obstetrician at the hospital who <laughs> did like the worst mental health check and um, i've had worse actually she went feeling all right yeah yeah i can see you they didn't even wait for an yeah. answer they didn't even you know basically ask the question just needed to get off at lunch break i think yeah and um, then i saw her put on my notes Sophie is feeling fine today um, <laughs> and no worries, no concerns. And I'm thinking, how, how are you telepathic? Or, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's that whole thing. It's about giving people that space to express themselves. And also like the mental health nurse who came here, she read me straight away. She didn't make me sit down like you, you do in a shrink's office and have to sit and talk with my kind of almost, well, it probably is ADHD. Um, walking around she let me yeah. I was building shelves whilst I was talking to her and actually she gets much more out of me by me being able to move rather yeah. than just expecting me to just sit and some people just need to sit and have a cup of tea and talk whereas well, me really I need, need to, to move, move you? I always get more anxious nightmare. trying to sit you down I mean to be honest it, it's we were laughing about this the other day the fact that when I, when I first met Sophie she she hardly watched any tv she didn't know if she did it just be a documentary she says uh, and then i've got you into some of these like american like uh top shows and stuff like that you know and and, and it's quite nice because of a night time she'll say oh, i'll put it on for an hour then and then we'll just sit but she'll still be doing something else she'll still be tick tapping away on a laptop or she'll be doing something but the fact that you can just chill for a little bit but i know that when i've seen you have these meetings before you just walk about don't you you're doing yeah. washing you're washing up you doing whatever you're doing you just don't sit still and i think that goes to everybody who deals with things in a different way and it's whenever you've got somebody talking to you or listening to you it's them understanding how you deal with things yeah and i think yeah. often we meet people where we try and support so when we are supporting whether it be a friend who's a parent or carer and um, or even if you're in a partnership like we are you at first go to your what would help you because that's what you know and you kind of think all oh, right daddy come on let's just go for a walk let's get some fresh air and talk yep. about it and then actually you don't want to have fresh air and walking around you need to like sit and process and no, yeah going for a walk uh, would just stress me right out because i'm like oh, what's point what's point you know I, I just need to just sit get something to occupy my mind watching tv or listening to radio or whatever and, and, and that sort of chills me out but like sort of going back what we were saying about with, with, with the kids i think as well it, it's like change is always difficult for anyone be it an adult or a child so when you've got a lot going on in your life like us 
we, we've got a lot we've, we've had a lot going on over the past seven or eight months uh, it, it's difficult for us and for the, for the children and, and obviously we've, we've got you know four four kids within the home to think about and another one on the way so it's looking at what's best for everyone so you know we've, we've moved in together we're creating a family home so that you know everybody can integrate with each other and, and we've got a, a nice home for everybody to 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 be together rather than flitting between two uh, but what i found difficult at first and i still am on sometimes and obviously you, you know this is that when when we moved in together a few weeks ago it's obviously we've set the rules of the, of the home like i said and what i want to, to to manage his home so then like when 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 night were playing up and then you're stepping in it it was a bit difficult for me at first because i'm like whoa what, what, what do i do here what, what do i do now and i'm like oh no i might not have said that i might not have done that because it's parenting in different ways isn't it? yeah it's different different ways that you parent but you know well then i think that's when when you are in a good partnership like we are that's where parenting you definitely need another person so like i always thought oh it was easy being a single mom like it was hard but it was also easier yeah just kind of i knew my process i knew our routine and what we did and it was just up to me to do that. Yeah. So I think at first it was like with this, you're kind of like, oh, well, I'm used to doing it that way and you're used to doing it that way. Yeah, yeah. But then because we are both just so supportive, we do start to really like tag team it now. Yeah. Where... And that, that's what I'm saying. So it's like those first few weeks were a bit difficult just because it's like before I would stay at yours and that would be sort of your role and then we'd be at mine and that would be under my role. And now it's ours. It, it, it was difficult at first, but now it's, you know, we're, we're getting there. But I can understand that for the kids as well, because for them all of a sudden to be like, whoa, <laughs> what's going on? What, what's she saying? What's he saying? What, what What's happening? So Yeah, like then, Danny's suggesting takeaways, and I'm like, right, we're making you mac and cheese with oh, tea. Oh, come on, I don't do takeaways all the time. She's make, making it up here. <laughs> mac, don't, don't even start me with cheese. I've never had so much cheese since I've moved in with her, to be honest. I've had to tell you, sit calm down with cheese because I'm a fat lad and I'm going to be three times the size if you carry on. So, yeah, because you love making cheese sauce for some reason, I don't know what that's about, but. I love making <laughs> lasagnas and pasta and I love all yeah, the like, Italian and Chinese food. Which, which is my go to food, but will make me just yeah. balloon up. The thing is, I would make more Oriental food for you all, but because the kids are more into Italian, that's why I make Italian. Mm. But no, normally my go-to is definitely Oriental, which should be healthy, unlike the takeaways in this yeah. country. So, let's get back on topic here. So, I think, like, for me, when I get stressed out with kids, or I get upset, frustrated, I get anxious, I just need to try and take a step back and have a little bit of a think about what the surroundings are. And this is what works for me, it's not going to work for everyone try and see what's going on so like obviously kids that they've had there's been times when they've had difficulties at school uh you know and, I, and i've worked with the schools and then sometimes i've been against the school whatever they're saying because you're always going to want to do what's best for your child because and, it, and it's i think a natural instinct to get stressed out about it upset or worried uh, but for me like i say, i found it easy to take a step back have a look sometimes write it down 
write down the problem or the issue. But I'm going to get around with staying out till half ten at night. Like, I'm going to start going out in the car following her. <laughs> <laughs> and you're telling me to calm down. But, uh, but yeah. We're, we're I think about... it's easier for me because I was a teen girl once. So I have a bit more, I kind of understand a bit more their ways and bouts. And I still worry. But I think because I know what I was like yeah. as well, I just kind of try and console ourselves with the fact of this oh. is what's happening. Yeah, but I were a teen dad. I were a you know, do you know what I mean? So I know what these boys are thinking. So it ain't good. You know, you know what I mean? It ain't good. So, but uh, but I think the, the prime example, right, and, and, and everybody who, who had kids at the time is going to relate to this, all right, for parents being stressed out or suffering with, you know, mental health anxieties, episodes, whatever you want to call it, is obviously when we were in lockdown and the kids were at home for a long time. Yeah. And you couldn't go out. So being in a confined space and trying to satisfy your children were difficult. But also with the work that we're coming through, I was looking at some of this schoolwork that we're coming through thinking, are you having a laugh? I, I can't do that myself. And we're talking about my lad that we're in year four. I'm thinking, how's he doing that? Yeah. <laughs> He's teaching me what to do. Uh, and, and that were causing me anxiety because then I'm thinking, whoa, what, what's going on here? What kind of a dad am I? I can't even do this. But, you know, I think that sort of put into perspective, like with teachers, how much of a good job they actually do do. Oh, definitely, because they're not just teaching the curriculum, they're teaching like life skills, yeah. they're caring for the mental health, they're doing lots of different tasks all in one. Yeah, and it's they they have a lot to deal with, don't they? When when you actually think about it, what they have to do for the kids when they get into school, and then like you said, they're teaching life skills, they're teaching them how to behave. You know, sit down, be quiet, talk when when spoken to, that kind of stuff. Which is which is life skills. What they're going to need when they're in a job later on in life. You know, they're being told to sit down and eat in a, in a particular way, in a, in a nice manner, rather than you know start throwing food all over all and, and giving it big and. So, you know, for me, thank God for teachers. Yeah. And what's, <laughs> what's helped you as a parent, so when you have had those moments, because we've both had moments where we feel like we're in the depths of despair, um, not necessarily even with the kids, but you've obviously got a family to manage and yeah. kids to look after, but then you yourself are just feeling absolutely broken. I, I, I think it's, with, with any mental health, it's important to have you go to people that you can talk to so like obviously i talk to you but i talk to mum and dad a lot uh and then even sometimes i'll rant off to lads at rate my takeaway or even at malcolm michaels at butchers i'll go up i'll speak to mally i'll speak to her got lads up there and you know that they all the time everybody asks how, how i am and kids are and how you are and how his life is so i think it's important to have that so i know that i've got if it gets to that point i've got people that i can go to and I can talk to but then it's it's like i said for me it's about being able to have that time be it even just like sometimes when i've dropped kids off just to drive back in the car with the music on just clearing my head and and just trying to think about a situation but i try and think about it in different ways as well sometimes when i get really stressed so think of the, the actual situation and then think about two or three different outcomes or two or three different ways it could be different and then sort of work from there what about you? That's a good way to problem solve. 
Um, with me, it all depends really. I've had some really good mental health nurses, but it's also about knowing when you need help. And I always think that everyone needs a counsellor of some sort, even if it's not a professional, but sometimes it does help when it's a professional, someone who's outside of your situation. Um, but having consistent mental health care has really helped um, people who know me. So rather than, that's what I've always found whenever I've had some really big problems and I've been under the crisis team care, like home-based treatment, and then you're getting a different worker every day. And that to me was more stressful and damaging than actually just having a consistent yeah. worker every few days. Um, so that's really helped. Um, as you know, every morning I exercise. That's a massive coping mechanism. And something that I hadn't realised is having a supportive partner. So you're the first, like, you're my soulmate. So the first person I've been with where I can just talk about anything. And so whether it's a little worry or a big worry or I just need to cry. And I've actually just been able to cry. So before, I'd just keep so busy that I wouldn't let myself feel anything. I'd just try and just keep working until I fell asleep. Yeah. I was like, I've, I've always had a slight addiction to work. Oh, you're telling um, me when I first <laughs> met you, I'm thinking to myself, this last needs to slow down here. And it's like, I could, you know, the amount of stuff that you did and the amount of courses that you, you, you were on and classes that you'd be doing. And then obviously you work with, with, with your, your, your media and stuff. I'm thinking, right, when does she have time to breathe? And then like we were going out and it was like 100 mile an hour. But I think, you know, with, it's like the, the last two or three days, we, we've had a good few days, haven't we? We've, mm. done, we've done things together. We've moved into his home. We're, we're, we're prepping for his wedding. We're, we're prepping for, for the baby coming. So it, it's been a good few days where we've we've actually focused on doing things for the future, but also talking to each other and having a, a laugh and a joke. And that's the thing. And it's it's like no matter what what what's going on with your kids, I think that's the thing you need to make them laugh. And it's like I mean, like yesterday, George is outside. He's wanting. Oh, can I go play with my mates? I'm like, it's a bit late now. If we can be going. Next thing is spray painting furniture outside with you. And it just completely changed his, 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 his mental attitude towards what he were doing because he were down in dumps and because I said no. But the next thing is he's spray painting, thinking his, his, his next Banksy on this chair. I know, yeah. I love it. And then gave me the biggest hug ever. Kept giving me hugs after I made him mac and cheese. So yeah, oh, I, I love was that happy. mac and cheese. But also doing things together, quality time with people you love. So we went swimming as well yeah. last night all together, which was nice. And just those little breakaways where you can just have fun together. I think it's about knowing yourself and we definitely need to laugh and have fun. And I think when we talk about mental health, people think it needs to be really earnest all the time. But sometimes you need to laugh and like the Chinese proverb says is one laugh banishes yeah. a thousand worries. Because I know that obviously we do read through the, the comments what people put and there's, there's some, there were some comments on there a while ago saying that uh, do we actually know what we're talking about? Blah blah blah. And it's like like we always say. It's it's our experiences. It's our personal experiences. It's we're just sharing it with you because I know from experience when I've listened to other people, it's helped me. All right, but we're trying to do it in a in a light-hearted way, more than a serious way, because that's how I get through things. I like to get through things with love, laughter, positivity. Yeah. <laughs> 
So that's what we're trying to Positive do. Positive mental attitude. Yeah. So we'd love to have some guests on the show, um, some mental health experts or people with lived experience, um, but also those who like to have a laugh and talk about the reality of living with different mental health issues, but yeah. also the good times in life as well and how to make the most of them rather than just talking about all the negatives. We like to focus on all the positives yeah. and the things like we'll all have little rocky roads but that's what my therapist always used to say you've got to ride the wave and um, and then eventually things will get better so thank you so much everyone thank you guys and we will be back next yeah. week about next week so if you've got any questions or just drop them in the comments and um, we'll have a look at them and we'll uh, we'll try and get back to you yeah next week so keep shimmying keep yeah. smiling see you soon guys